Howdy, Dis After Dark listeners. Toy Story Land is opening up at Hollywood Studios on June 30th. Book now for some great summer deals and to see what's new. Take a ride on the Slinky Dog Dash coaster, ride the alien swirling saucers with the kiddos, enjoy a new third track on Toy Story Mania, and grab a bite to eat at Woody's Lunchbox. Remember, if you book with me, I'll take care of your dining reservations, fast passes, and create a personalized itinerary just for you and your family. Mention this ad to get $25 off your deposit. Reduce stress by letting me do the planning for you. I make the plans, you make the memories. Find me at WPMagicJourneys.com and on social media at WPMagicJourneys. Is After Dark Podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. This episode is sponsored by Pop Chips, Galaxy Puffs, aged white cheddar flavored Star Wars themed snacks in conjunction with Cylos, a Star Wars story. Warning, this show contains childish adult content and is intended for immature, mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views spoken are hours and hours alone, not those of any other bugger. If you're easily offended, we strongly suggest finding another podcast. Everybody neat and pretty, then on with the show. and girls and welcome to the first edition of Disney Super Sugar Coated Family Fun Time Extravaganza. I am your host, Uncle Soap Dish. I know you know me, but in case you don't, come closer and you can meet the other relatives. We're joined by Brother Craig. Hello boys and girls, come and sit on my knee and I'll plait your hair. I've seen he's plaiting. You might not want to do that. Um, and of course, we've got our cousins, Luke, Lord Luke, sorry, and P. Dubs for Washington. Hello there. Hope you're all Hi, okay. Children. <laughs> and, I'd like to read you some stories. No, not now, Lord. That's that's for later on. You know the drill. Get, get off the bath, Lord Luke. Yeah, for goodness sake. Um, and we are joined by our very special guest, uh, family friend, of course, Wendy Pratter from Magical Journeys. Hello there. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you on, Wendy. It's it's such a delight to have uh, a traditional American voice on, on this little old show of ours. <laughs> 
Would you would you like to come and play with some puppies? I don't think puppies is what we should be playing with right now, Craig. We've got so much to talk about. Uh, and of course, on this podcast, we talk about all the fine things in Disney and obviously avoid any negativity of any kind because they never do anything wrong. Um, and anyone that says otherwise is, uh, is frankly rude. Uh, we're not like that here. We like everything they do. So... Um, uh, without further ado, we'll, we'll start the show as uh, as we used to do, um, but we'll continue with this new format that we're trialling out for this episode um, with what everybody's drinking. Now, before I ask, I hope everything everyone's drinking something wholesome, uh, so I'd better start with uh, with Lord Luke. What are you drinking tonight? Um, I'm drinking tap water. Oh, so clean and healthy. What a good boy you are. Uh, and P-Dubs, what about yourself? I'm I'm drinking the same. I have to be honest, because um, oh, we love you, that. You must we be love honest. that Ron Disney Paris. Well, you you must be so. honest. You must be honest because you know telling Porky Pies is not nice, not nice behaviour. Um, Uncle Craig, what are you drinking? Brother Craig, sorry. I'm drinking Bud Light. Dilly dilly, mm. dilly dilly. Does your mummy yeah. and daddy know that you're drinking Bud Light? Yes. Mm, okay, well, as long as you're being supervised, that's the main thing. And, of course, our beloved guest, Wendy. What are you drinking, Wendy? Well, let's see. I, I'm drinking this juice box with the environmentally friendly biodegradable <laughs> container. Well, and, that's, and, and we should all be thinking about the environment, boys and girls, because it's very important. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, we might end up like our older aunt and get blown up to smithereens by a Death Star or something like that because it's a Disney reference. Um, I'm not sure what this is. Um, uh, this bottle was left uh, on the side uh, with a bottle opener, so I'm going to open it up. Uh, you know, I, I struggle a little bit because I've never opened a bottle before because you know, <laughs> that's not a, an adult thing, a childish thing to do. Uh, I just it smells quite fruity, so that's good. Come on. Oh fucking hell! It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, the podcast has gone to shit, isn't it? Oh, oh you've gone. Oh, I was trying so hard. I was trying so hard. All I wanted to do was do like a positive, like Disney podcast, where it felt like you know we were kissing its ass. And this is what happened. Oh god, I've, I've, something, I've, something about being inside an ear, isn't it? Oh, I think. I just. Oh, I've oh, blown it. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I really tried. I thought this was going to be the one where they'd love us, and, and I've, I've blown it. And the thing is, I'm not editing it at all. So sod it. We're just going to have to carry on. So, um, so do I? Do I or don't I sign this? Well, yes, yes, you do. Yeah. Well, actually, no, no. Terms of stick it. Terms of stick it. Right up there. Um, sorry about that interruption. Uh, you know, it, it, it didn't work. We couldn't do it. We have to be what we are, which is Diz After Dark. Everyone's still the same. We're not going to do introductions again. You know what we're drinking. It's all good. But we do have, as has already been pointed out, our beloved Wendy, who, <laughs> frankly, is not on often enough. But she does want to commit full-time, and that's fine. Wendy has been recently on a lovely trip, and we wanted to get Wendy... Oh, well, actually, I've assumed that. I've just made an assumption, haven't I? I'm sure it was a lovely trip. Um, it was. Good, good. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it was a lovely trip. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we, we wanted to hear about your, your, your trip, everything you did, go into as much or as little detail as you want, but more on the much sides, if you wouldn't mind. We've got an hour to... 
<laughs> well, we we had a great time, and we tried some new restaurants that we hadn't tried before. And uh, I brought the family to be, you know, they I had done flight of passage before, but they had not, Ooh. and so that was the big thrill was that they all got to do that ride, and they just loved it and thought it was amazing. And so that was probably the highlight of their trip. Yeah. Now, did you was you able to get? fast passes for flights of passage because of your uh, your travel company at all wendy mm. well it, because of me so if you book <laughs> with me i can get you the fast passes because i go on 60 days in advance right at the minute and get it done so yeah we we had fast passes for i think it was between 11 and 12 that day and then we also hit rope drops so we could ride it twice and that that worked out great. What was the the queues like during the rest of the day, Wendy? Is it starting to calm down a bit, or no, not at all. And wow. they even they even have to you know the queue's really long, right? But yeah. they still have to manage traffic because the line goes out into the rest of the park and blocks the way. And so there's people standing there like it's almost like red light, green light, going, "Hang on a minute." Here, let all these flight of passage people by, and okay, now you can walk by, and yeah, that was insane. And then that the Navi River Journey, the other one, we rode that. The wait time was about five minutes, and I think it was just long enough to get through the line, and you know, nobody really cared about that. <laughs> so, Wendy, my question on on Avatar, sorry, Pandora, um, now that it's been opened almost a year. I mean, obviously, Flights of Passage is still a, a huge crowd pleaser, still very, very busy, hard to get fast passes for, and if you want to get on it, you yes. queue for a long time. But do you think that Pandora as a land has failed, but that because of how good Flights of Passage is, it's made up for it? Probably, because, you know, I, I went to see Cars Land a few years ago, and that new land was so amazing and so just immersive. And I just can't go on and on, you know, enough about it. And so when they made the big deal about this new land at Animal Kingdom, I thought it would be just kind of the same. But in a way, it, it feels more like there's two new rides and some decorations around it. You know, but... I don't know. That may be because I'm not a big fan of the movie. May, maybe I'm just not as into it. But I, I really hope Star Wars is different. I hope Star Wars is the way of Cars Land. Mm. I just don't get the impression Star Wars is going to be big enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you it mean just... geographically. Yeah, yeah, geographically. Yeah. You're all just going to be standing shoulder to shoulder for about the next 15 years, I think. Have y'all done Cars Land before? No. Nope. Nope. No. Okay, because when you're in Cars Land, it almost, you don't see other parts of California Adventure, except maybe the big roller coaster, you know, but you feel, it, it feels like you're just completely in that area because it is so big and the theming is just so extensive all the way through. Do you feel claustrophobic in the in like crowd wise, or is, is it found its level? Cars land. 
Oh, yeah, it was fine when we were there. It wasn't a, an issue at all. Because I I enjoyed um, Avatar. It's, it's a, I think it's quite a, an all right film. And the land blew me socks off, basically. Oh, okay. But um, you couldn't think. You literally couldn't sit down and just find a little quiet area to just get your bearings and just chill out a little bit. It was intense every everywhere you looked there was mm-hmm. somebody it was very very busy but that was i mean to be fair Wendy, that was last august that came oh, okay. back so it was a few it was only a few mm-hmm. months old at that point whilst um well actually let, let, let's go back to your trip so when was it you actually you actually visited um it was may 1st through the 6th Okay. So we had a five-day park hopper, and boy, this we probably hopped more on this trip than anyone before. And on one of our days, we had a 17-hour day because <laughs> we made um, we went in rope drop for Animal Kingdom and then stayed late for the extra hours at Magic Kingdom. But then you know, for being there for that short amount of time, that kind of makes sense that you'd, you'd have yeah. those kind of full-on days because. You know, when we talk about coming from the UK, we're normally going for, you know, really 10 days up to, you know, three Three weeks weeks. plus. You know, some people stay for for longer than that. Or if you're an idiot like me and Craig, you go for the weekend. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But do you know what I mean? So, I mean, the thing is, the fact that you're there for five days, you've got to kind of cram it in as as much as possible. Um, Did you, you fly into Orlando? Did you drive to Orlando? We fly. We always fly when we go. And this time we did Magical Express, um, except we flew in so late that we did our own luggage. And, um, you know, one of the things is for a while there, the Orlando airport was so busy that when we left, you know, for a while, Magical Express was picking everybody up four hours early to take them back to the airport. Mm. And I was really excited that they had gone back to the three hours. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> one hour extra so, he doesn't like that yeah and then uh so the magical express was fine even for late at night you know i was worried it may take you know might have taken us a while to get back to the hotel but that was good mm. and then we stayed at the yacht club <gasps> and wow. i love that i just absolutely love that one we had two two weeks at the beach club uh last august and we yes. booked it booked again for next august at the beach club so you you stayed in the yacht club it's it's basically the same is it just different decor yeah different um, varnish on the wood they don't let scousers in the yacht club oh is that what it was a bit more upmarket than than the beach club that's where the riffraff go so obviously the the classy people go in the yachts club which is why (laughs) you know wendy was there and then there's really? people like us that go to Pop Century. <laughs> or Pop. International Drive. I was going to say, I drive. I drive, buddy. Well, I feel like the Yacht Club is so quiet. I mean, you don't hear kids running down the hallways. Well, or it, and you... you you definitely do at the Beach Club. Definitely. Yeah. Oh. And, you, I mean, we didn't even see that many people around in the hallways and stuff. I mean, it, it, it was just very quiet. Um, we you, rarely saw the people like in the rooms next to us. And did you see any dogs, Wendy? No, <laughs> I didn't see them, and I did not hear them. And because, I wondered about that because that was the big drama of last year, wasn't it? That yes. Were, 
Yeah, and I didn't see a thing. And when we checked in, there was nothing about, hey, if you have a dog, this is where they need to go. I mean, I, I, I didn't even see anything in the rooms referring to it. Just not a thing. And have you, as a travel agent, taken any bookings for dogs yet? Nope. So it was all just a, a something about nothing, wasn't it, really? <laughs> it sure seems like it, you know. I haven't had a, a single person ask me. And, you know, nobody's said anything about it. It just seems to be dying off a bit. Oh, that's good. It sounds a little yeah. bit like if, like, McDonald's introduced a vegan menu. Because <laughs> the thing is, like, vegans wouldn't go into McDonald's to eat because vegans are against McDonald's. So it would all be a bit of a pointless exercise anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd the, find this dog being a much, much community more does like to lose its mind, though. The, yes. The, every, and um, are, are Americans paying for the parking yet at the hotels, or is that coming in next year? Um, it's in, coming up. <laughs> it's coming up here pretty soon, but I think if you had booked prior to a certain date in March, then you're still good. So, nice. um, so far, I don't have any driving clients that it's affecting yet. So we're we're still in the the good part. <laughs> nice. Because everyone will lose their minds again over that, won't they, when it goes live? Oh, yeah, I, I really think so, especially because now that they have the, I'm, I'm calling them good neighbor hotels because they're like the Disneyland ones. But since they've, you know, opened up these other, you know, quote, offsite hotels that that now get the fast pass privileges, you know, a lot of people are thinking, OK, so if I have to pay for parking, why, you know, why am I even staying on site? Hmm. No, because I, I, the, I get it. the benefits are getting fewer, you know. I heard a rumor that um, a group of Americans next April were going to buy up all the Tetley tea from the Walmart International Food Aisle and chuck it into Lake Buena Vista. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a rumor, clearly. But you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, with the dog thing, before we move off the dog thing, was that supposed to be available then in, in all hotels, or was it certain results that that was allowed? Well, my initial email that I got on the day it happened was all hotels, and it was really funny because a couple hours later, it had already come back <laughs> as just certain ones. <laughs> and so we were like, oh, well, that was really fast. And so now it's just certain ones, like Yacht Club and Port Orleans Riverside and uh, Art of Animation was one, and I think Fort Wilderness, I think. Fort Wilderness, I don't know why, but Fort Wilderness out of all of those is the only one that kind of makes sense to me, which doesn't actually make any more sense really when you think about it, but I think just because it's outside in cabins and stuff like that. Um, or Animal Kingdom Lodge. There you go. Perfect synergy right there. <laughs> but which they have part? to go out with the zebras and be yeah. out there. Be hunted by the lions. <laughs> Smile with the fittest, mate. Um... But that, that's interesting. That seems to have quietened down a bit because I did I did wonder about the logistics of it because I have a dog, right? Um, and I would, I would I would never take my dog even if I was allowed to. Um, but generally, dogs smell, especially big mm-hmm. dogs. Like you know, my dog's really petite. He's got small man syndrome or small dog syndrome. <laughs> but even he has got a smell. But you know, I've got a family that have got big dogs and they really smell. Um, and that's all stuff that have to, 
you know, eradicate before the next guests come in. It's the reason why you can't smoke in hotel rooms anymore. Right. You know? So, yeah, it did, did always seem a bit odd. Um, okay, so you was there. So you had a five-day hopper in the yacht club. Um, where did you start? On your, on your first day in the parks, what did you do? Uh, we always rope drop Magic Kingdom. So we did that. And the, you know what's funny is I got a fast pass for Avatar and I did not get a fast pass for Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Um, that was strange. So that we did that first. And they're still doing the thing where they're opening up Main Street an hour ahead of time, which really kind of eliminates the need to schedule a morning breakfast because you're, you're in the back of the park yeah, early. Yeah. I think they're doing, uh, and P-Dubs, you, you can clarify this for me, for being more of a resident Disneyland Paris expert than even me, but have you seen this thing they're doing now with Extra Magic Hours over there? Yeah, the, both parks are open at the same time. Well, I was th- not, not even so much that, it's the fact that um, rather it used to be like 8 till 10 was Extra Magic Hours, yeah. and now it's 8 till half 9. Yeah. But the parks don't open until 10. Huh. Yeah. So for half an hour of the morning, everyone's roaming around Main Street. Even though the park's not officially open until 10, it makes no sense to me at all. Mm. No. But to be fair, nothing makes sense. With Disneyland. Certainly with Disneyland Paris. Oh, that wasn't <laughs> well, negative. You're not, going, you're not getting to their next PR event. Um, so, what's the seven dwarfs mine train like now is it still one that you really need a fast pass for yes yeah even um when we got out of the line when we were done we rode it first thing and we didn't have to wait long at all like you know maybe a minute tops uh, after we walked through the whole queue um they when we got out of the line it was already out of the queue and into the main walking area and i think the sign posting was like 120 minutes already we did the the be our guest breakfast last year Mm -hmm. that enabled us to get out just before they opened the park and we were able to leg it to seven dwarfs mine train first basically so that that was a good top tip that worked last year. Mm-hmm. Is it not? I know. I that that blind pig bourbon and blueberry that I'm drinking is already going for me. <laughs> um, is that not an idea? An ideal situation though to kind of go and have breakfast at be our guests and then go on a seven doors mine train. Yeah, but the other, you know, we've done that where we did that before they started opening main street up and we would pre-order our food and then just split food so we wouldn't even have that much to eat so we we were in there in and out of there super quick so we would be all ready to go but now they you know the park opened at nine and they let us in at eight so we just went straight you know like you're gonna go around the castle on the right side like by the teacups and all that so there was a part up to the you know we were right up on the rope and we waited there for an hour until they finally let us go. Okay. Last uh, August, we on our first morning at Magic Kingdom, we had a, a breakfast reservation for Cinderella's Royal Table. Mm. And we were waiting to go in just as the 
opening show finished. So we were standing at the back of the stage. Oh, okay. And all the characters come back and give you a, it's it's on our um, YouTube channel. <clears throat> they give you a little interaction, and it was it was beautiful. It was absolutely brilliant because you're you're on the back of the stage effectively with tens of thousands of people in front of yeah. you. And all these characters are, are coming and waving. They, the um, the ugly sisters give us a bit of abuse as they walk past, and it, it was great. It was lovely. <laughs> yeah. With ten thousand people in front of you, Craig, did you feel like Neil Young? I don't even know. <laughs> Who's they? Exactly. <laughs> Up and coming artist. Yeah. Wendy, just to, just to fill you with a private uh, joke, Craig has this habit. If you haven't noticed on these podcasts about discovering things that the world knew about 30 years ago. And today's one is Neil Young. Like, he never, he'd never heard of Neil Young till today, and now he's his favourite artist of all time. Who oh knew, Wendy? Gosh. Who knew? <laughs> the world, Craig, That's... the world! Jesus. Oh, wow. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. Never change, Craig, never change. Um, <laughs> so, you started off with a bang, going to Seven Dogs mm-hmm. Mind Training, getting that done. Um, how did you spend the rest of your, your first day? Well, you know, my, my daughter had a cheer competition and so that oh, was course, part of the yeah. trip. Yeah. And so we, we spent almost, we spent the full day at magic kingdom until she had to go leave for a practice. But my husband and my son, they stayed there and they ate at the plaza for the first time and loved it. Um, so Audrey and I were jealous that we had to miss out on that. And then, um, so we full day there. And then when we were done with her practice, we all met back up at the yacht club and swam in the pool and got dessert at beaches and cream, you know, (gasps) where you can do the walk up window where you don't have to have the reservation. And, um, so it was a really good first day, but the, the plaza, it, you know, it's kind of, that's one of those like simple quiet restaurants that doesn't get a lot of uh press either way and they they sure did like that one a lot they said the food was really good the service was good so that that was nice the plaza sounds like the the, uh the restaurant equivalent of this podcast not getting press or recognition (laughs) for how great it was so uh we're in in good company i think i like the plaza (laughs) that's right um and I, you know what? One of the things that I never do, and what, what what's even more stupid is that, as I said, we normally go for a much longer time. But I think I've spent one afternoon in a Disney hotel swimming. I've been so keen to get to the parks that mm. that's all I could I could like allow myself to do. It's like no, I need to go to the parks now. I need to go on some on some rides. I don't feel like I can chill out on a Disney holiday, so it's nice. It's nice <laughs> yeah. that um, you felt the need to do that. And um, with the cheer stuff, was that happening at um, ESPN or? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it was at ESPN, and so we, you know, we just work around it. <laughs> Because I tease my daughter, I'm like, "Oh, your cheer is interrupting my trip here," you know. <laughs> And so, you know, we just get, it takes a few hours out of the day for a couple of days. And then we just come right back and go right back to the parks and keep on going. (laughs) So, um, what happened on, on the next day? Um, okay. So that was, I gotta 
I got to remember where we went next. Oh, so the next day we had a breakfast at that Trattoria Al Forno. And we had never done that one before. So that was new for us. The uh, Bon Voyage adventure breakfast that Mm has um, Eric and Ariel and Flynn and Rapunzel. And I enjoyed that breakfast a lot. The food was really good. But if we're not on the dining plan, we won't do it again because of the prices. So there's one set price no matter what you order. And it's $36. And I thought that was, um, we don't eat gigantic breakfast so i thought that was pretty pricey for just straight out of pocket yeah i i I think yeah i think you do get the best value from dining plans if you are a big eater you know we've talked about this Mm -hmm. before on on the show that i think sometimes you can actually not you won't lose money but you'll end up paying out for something you don't get you don't take full advantage of so i totally get that um, and was it like a breakfast buffet or was it like a, an actual menu and just picked what you wanted from it? No, it was an actual menu. So they brought out a, a frying pan of pastries and then everybody got a real tiny fruit cup that had like three pieces of real fruit in it and the rest was all the honeydew and cantaloupe like they do. <laughs> <laughs> to be to be fair, one of the things that amazes me or amazes my wife, my wife, more than even me, is uh, the kind of lack of real fruit. Like, it seems a lot of it just comes from a tin. Mm -hmm. If you're lucky to even find that. Yep. Wow. I agree. And then, then so you got those items, and then you got to order, um, you know, one main meal off the menu. And the the drinks were included. You know, you could get, like, one juice or one coffee with your water. Um, And then they were offering the adults alcohol, but... I didn't do that this time. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so everybody got something different. The food choices were really good. They were huge portions and way too much. Mm. But, you know, they don't let you share in this case. Mm. So because one of our the people we were with ordered a calzone. And when they brought it out, it was actually two calzones that were just filled with all kinds of eggs and meat, cheeses, peppers, you know, all of that. Let me let me just go back a second. I I feel I've missed something here. You (laughs) did say this was breakfast, right? I thought exactly the same then as well. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Okay. Apologies. You know, we're we're used to like a bit of toast (laughs) or a croissant. Double oh, that's, a, that's, a, that's going a bit far, isn't it? A croissant. Oh, not in this household, mate. A, a crumpet. Well, cornflakes. Yeah. <laughs> Multicultural here. Um, well, I mean, that is that is something. Although, I've, and I've never had it, but my friends absolutely love when they go to um, to Disney World for breakfast, the breakfast lasagna, which just sounds oh, completely yeah, appalling to me. Like it, yeah. it's, it's terrible for those that don't know, and I, I I'll get some of these ingredients wrong, right? So I'm not pretending that this is accurate, but it's effectively like layers of uh, waffles, strawberry, <laughs> cream. Uh, I think there's some jelly or jam in there as well. Uh, it just looks like a hot mess, absolute hot mess, and and but he's addicted to it. His wife's not so bothered, but he he's uh yeah he's got to have it for breakfast every time they go, at least once during the trip. <laughs> So, wow. Was there any other extravagant breakfast other than a, a calzone? 
Well, one thing that we really laughed about was the the calzone. It was called King Triton something. And so it comes out with this gigantic fork in it, you know, (laughs) a trident. And so when they bring it out to you, they say, here, can you take a picture of this? Because we have to take the fork back. (laughs) And we were just like, okay. We have one and fork we shared in the entire restaurant. Just, they just go around poking it in all the calzones. <laughs> cool. Have they not? Have they not been to like the uh, the DIY of like a Walmart or Home Depot or saying just get some garden forks and just use those, <laughs> paint those bad boys up. That is. Funny, so though. we're going. Do you wash this in between, or do you just take it out, nah, stick it, it back in the next one? The calzone ingredients are all the same. We don't bother with washing. It's... <laughs> No one's eating in, wo- in work, I just lick my fork and put it back oh, in my bag. God. Knew that was coming. <laughs> it was, it was, oh. it was tame what I was expecting to be fair from Gray. Um, okay, so where, where is that breakfast? Whereabouts at, is it located? That's in the, at the boardwalk, that tra- Trattoria Al Forno place. Right. And so we just walked from the yacht club, which was nice, because I've got some clients that, want to eat there because of the characters and you can't get there easily so if you're at like pop century or somewhere else you're you know the best way to get there is to take a uber to to get over there or else it's going to take way too long but wow, we okay. scheduled that one so since we knew that we could walk mm. okay okay the, the thing when i was there last year is we did walk around the boardwalk but there was so much to do there we ended up doing nothing if you know what I mean (laughs) yeah so because you can get wasted on the boardwalk if you want and Mm -hmm. and have all the desserts and all the everything that you you know everything and it was it was a lovely night just walking around it but we literally had one drink and went home and went to bed (laughs) because we didn't know where to start Jenny rolls, I hear. Well, yeah. yeah. That's what maybe, I'm maybe. That's what but, uh, fair enough. Okay, well, that's, that's a good tip, though, because, you know, if anyone isn't staying anywhere near the boardwalk, then uh, that's a top tip. Don't book that restaurant for breakfast because you're not going to get there. Right. And that's a lot of effort for, mm. you know, I mean, but. I guess for seeing Rapunzel and Flynn, because that's that's really the only place where you can see Flynn Rider, um, and it was you know it was cute. I I mean the the kids seemed to like it a lot, and you know we were watching the little kids and they got a good response, and so they seemed fun. Hmm. But we went over to Hollywood Studios, and I, I tried really hard to peek. For little hints of Toy Story Land and Star Wars, and boy, they have those walls up really high. I and I'm not that tall, so I was trying, and I'm holding my camera way up, my phone way up, trying to catch something up in the trees. And <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Man, darn it!" I think you, I think you need a drone at the moment. Yeah, exactly. See that stuff. But what was it made the park feel so much smaller, having all of that completely blocked off, mm. like that whole section where you know the the Pixar Street where we, you walk down like you're going to go on uh, Toy Story Mania. Yeah, like where you know, the monkeys are to, and stuff. Yeah, Pixar yeah. place. 
you used to be able to just keep on going back and get to other parts of the park. And now it just ends. There's this big old wall and you can't go any further. Oh, so it's literally and, Toy Story Mania and that is it. You can't yeah. go anywhere else. Okay. And then on the other side, when you're going back, like where the they used to have those, uh, the New York streets with, yeah. you know, the the fake streets. Streets in New York, yeah, with the... Yeah. Um, the singing in the rain lamppost and right, all that. Right, right. So all of that is blocked off too, and you can't go that way either. So it it just is. I don't know. It's just weird because it just feels like the park just ends, and you go, "That's it. That's all there is." So that'll be much better when they open all that back up again. My concern about Toy Story Land is that it's just like the Disneyland Paris one and the Disneyland Paris one is pants I mm. think it's going to be better than that because the Slinky Dog attraction is already better because to give you an idea Wendy at Disneyland Paris the, the Slinky Dog is like um, a circular attraction that kind of um, a bit like oh, something like one fish two fish or something like that like it's a very simple ride it kind of mm. goes up and down a little bit on a tilt. It's, it's just a slinky dog that goes all the way, you know, that's basically chasing its tail. Um, at least with this one, it looks like a proper coaster, albeit obviously a, a family-friendly mm-hmm. roller coaster. Um, the then, RC racer in Paris is basically a pirate ship. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have to, is that, do you get those in America, those pirate ships where... You sit in you know, what looks like a pirate ship, and it rocks back and forth till yes, yeah. So that's uh-huh. what RC Racer is in in Disneyland Paris. It's it's like that. Okay. Um, and then the last attraction at Paris is um, an Army Man parachute drop. Oh, it's terrible. Okay. So yeah, you you get lifted up on a chair, and then you know, like a chair with like four seats or whatever, and then you get dropped as if you were parachuting. It takes. It takes longer to load up the ride than it does to have the ride. Right. That's funny because both of those sound like old rides that were at Six Flags Over Texas, where I live. Probably was. Yeah. That wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> they they, were, they moved them over there. Them from. Yeah. They were, yeah. They were desperate for something to put over Brought them over, gave them a paint job done. But I will say, like, what is good, or certainly was good about the Paris version, is that it was a really well-themed area. Like you, you felt like you were really small, but the attention to detail was excellent. It's looking tired now. It's six years old, and it's unfortunately been run up by um, some of Europeans' worst um, that go on holiday at Disneyland Paris. So you know a lot of it's trashed and, and needs a bit of TLC. But when it when it opens, it will be it will be beautiful. I'm sure, just like that version was. But um, what else is there? There's Slinky Dog. There's uh, the Flying Saucers, isn't there? There's a there's a little green man attraction right Mm -hmm. the alien saucer ride yeah and then they're adding on another track for toy story mania to hopefully get through people through it faster but right now they only have one track open so Mm. the lines are ridiculous on that especially when you consider what else is closed in that park you know toy story mania has notoriously been uh, a very popular ride since it opened but yeah. add to the fact that there's actually nothing else for you to go on. <laughs> oh, I well. know. Yeah. We we 
originally had more time scheduled in that park, but we, we just left because there, there wasn't that much to do. And there's not a lot of, um, you know, we had reservations for sci-fi because we always go there. That's kind of our tradition. And then there was no, but nowhere else we wanted to eat, nothing we wanted to snack on. We just, you know, it, and then walking by Grauman's Chinese theater and having nothing in there is just kind of depressing because <laughs> it's like the big icon and it's nothing right now. Maybe that'll be better when they open up that new ride. Yeah, I'm interested in that actually because I wonder what they're going to do. Like, are they going to keep it as a Chinese theater, like a facade, or are they going to make it into a more generic building? Right. Yeah, there's no telling. I, I can't. I mean, if it's going to be Pixar themed or something, it may be, they may make it different. It's, um, it's Mickey Mouse, isn't it? It's, um, yeah. Mickey and Minnie Mouse, the short, like the, based on the new shorts. They the do. thing with the theater is it's also a, a good thing for projection mapping for the star Wars show. So if yes. you change it too much, um, it's going to have to be big and blocky just to, to carry on doing them firework shows. I suppose there's nothing really, you know, Gauman's Chinese Theatre traditionally shows films, doesn't it? So I suppose there's nothing, you know, that stops them putting a marquee outside saying, like, now playing, you know, Mickey and the Runaway Train or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you can keep the theme of it and keep it, you know, looking like a cinema and just, you know, I don't know. They, they obviously know what they're doing. But the Star Wars fireworks show is our favorite nighttime show out of all of them now. And my kids didn't want to stay and wait for it because they were just, you know, we've had enough. Let's leave. Wow. But so, yeah, I was surprised. So where did you go after the studios then? Uh, we went back over to Epcot because <laughs> we always like it over there. Fair enough. Are you a drinker, Wendy, or... Yes. You... <laughs> so, in Epcot, what, what are the drinks you have to indulge in? Um, well, we we ate at Rose and Crown this time, and, uh, gosh, y'all are going to be mad at me. I forgot what beer we got there. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's very good. I think it's like Bass, isn't it? It's You might have had a Stella, Stella yeah. Artois. Uh, or a just, John Smith's, is it? Maybe a John Smith's? Or a Guinness? Guinness, yeah. I just tried, I said whatever you recommend. And so they got us two different ones. And then, um, yeah, I I like getting the um, sparkling wine over in Italy. Like Prosecco or whatever. They, they had some rosé one time over there. Mm. And I get... I got the spiked coffee with Kahlua in it at the Joffrey's cart. <laughs> I really don't think in this day and age they should be calling it any coffee spiked, <laughs> even if it is just with alcohol. It's probably not the wisest. And just to let you know, Wendy, as well, I mean, you didn't say you, you ate in the Rose and Crown, but I remember um, when we went to see Illuminations that we decided, because uh, that's where we wanted to get a view for, for the fireworks, mm-hmm. um, we decided to, to get some food from the takeaway um, window of the Rose and Crown, and we got the fish and chips. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it, it's nothing like fish and chips in England at all. <laughs> it's what I imagine Long John Silver's to be like, but I've yeah, never eaten there either. Right, okay. Yeah, that's not. That is like K Times. 
Whoa, leave my chippy out to me. <laughs> right, boys. Right, boys. Like, you know, I'm stepping in. Like, it's enough chippy talk for this episode, all right? We've got Wendy on. Let's, let's behave ourselves. Um, <laughs> did you stay for Illuminations or...? Uh, no, we, um, we ended up heading back cause she had an early call time the next morning, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, we, we were thinking that if we had stayed though, the, the seat that they gave us would have just had an, a tremendous view and, uh, but yeah, we, I mean, it was tempting to stay, but we needed to, to be good and go ahead and go on back home. <laughs> Fair enough. When, how long do you think Illuminations has got left Oh, I don't think very long. <laughs> you say that, Craig, uh, a friend of the show, we won't mention names, possibly may have started working on it today. Oh, Amanda? <laughs> well, possibly. <laughs> um, okay, so that was day two. So day three, was this competition day? Um, I'll, yeah, two... Day two and day three were, yes. Right, okay. And so day three, we didn't get to do much of anything. And so that that's kind of a wash. But I know my, my son ran around from park to park doing a little bit of everything on his own. Now, Wendy, that's I got... a... Sorry, Craig. No, that's going to say that's amazing, just being able to have the freedom to just go and do anything and everything that he wanted. Craig, that's what yeah. we did last October. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Because he's 17, he'll be 18 uh, next month, and so, um, and he's been there so many times, he knows his way around, and uh, so, yeah, he just had a blast on his own, and it was funny, I kept telling him, I said, you know, you need to stop and eat and all that, and he'd still text me and be like, can I go get some food? I, yes, obviously, you can go get some food, you <laughs> you got the whole day, go eat, you know, <laughs> and so um, he had a good day. And so then after the competition, the, it was that really long day. And that was the one where we opened up uh, Animal Kingdom. And we did the rope drop. And my son almost got in a fight with the cheer mom. <laughs> I, they are aggressive. I've heard that of the cheer moms. Yeah, we had, we had people physically trying to push us out of the way heading into the queue at uh, Flight of Passage going in no at Rope Drop. No way. You know what I'd have done, and, Wendy? I was huh? on, give me an F. Give me a U. <laughs> give me a C. You know what that's going. Oh, she, it was so funny. She, she was um, trying to reach over his head to cut in front of us. Because, you know, they hand out those war- – when you walk into Flight of Passage, they hand you those warning cards now, mm. you know, health warnings and stuff. And so she, like, grabbed his shoulder, reached over his head, and at the same time, um, the daughters were pushing my daughter out. of Like, they grabbed her by both shoulders and literally, like, just moved her out of the way. And so it got a little messy there for a while. Now, was that because it was a rival – cheer squad or you know <laughs> no, it was because it was the mad dash for the at rope drop everybody was just being so aggressive trying mm. to get to the front and um afterwards when it was all over my son it was so funny he said great i'm probably on twitter or somebody's vlog now <laughs> funny enough yeah if you go to the disaster dark uh, youtube channel no i'm joking um <laughs> 
But I do have to ask Wendy because I'm I'm such a massive fan. Um, you know, I, I've got no real experience of American cheerleading. Um, how realistic um, the cheerleading competitions that your daughter was in to one of my all-time favourite films, Bring It On. Be aggressive. Oh <laughs> not not realistic at all. Oh god, that's that's depressing. Uh, I was hoping that she was going to brush her teeth next to a random stranger for no reason, and somebody would go on about spirit fingers. Uh, oh my gosh! But she knows that I watch that movie all the time, and so I've always made jokes like that to her, and then she'll be like, "Oh, mom." Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I've got no shame. I've got no shame. No, but I've got no shame in, in singling out that film as being an amazing film. Um, I know yeah. it's probably... I've, got, I've got a signed picture from Eliza Dushku from that film, yeah. so I wouldn't worry. <laughs> right. so always, someone's always you know what be I'm... better than that someone else, isn't they? You know what I'm going to say? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've never seen it. Such an idiot, Craig. <laughs> I'm sorry, but if Neil Young's in it, I'm going to watch it. He's, yeah, he's the main. He's the main cheerleader. <laughs> Yeah, he, he cheers a, in it. Yeah. yeah, he looks a little bit like that woman from Spider Man, but it's definitely Neil Young in a blonde wig. Um, you watch it, Greg, and think it's the best film you've ever seen. It is true, of course, until he sees the next film after. Yeah, that. obviously. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah. So, so other than that drama at Animal Kingdom, oh well, actually, because it's cheerleading squads, did you go on Everest? They did. And did they do that thing which people are apparently getting very upset about? Um, mine did not because my my kids get upset about that stuff. And, what, what, you know, what, what's happening? Well, they all shoot their ponytail holders at this one spot at the top, ah, right, right okay. before you go backwards. And so, you know, my kids are such Disney fans that they don't think that stuff is funny. They're like, ah, that means somebody has to go clean that up. You know that that's how they go. <laughs> <laughs> but they did see it and what was funny was I had some other cheer moms asking me about that going well wait a minute how did that happen <laughs> so I didn't notice as a thing it was only the other week uh, someone had, had taken a picture and to be honest I still had to zoom in a little bit to see what was going on um, but yeah I didn't realise that this was like a I don't know if this is a recent thing or, 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 or how long it's been going on for but you know there are multiple cheer uh, competitions at Disney World, and this is something that happens uh, when those events are on. Yeah, uh huh, quite a bit. And I guess they're not cleaning them up because there's so many there now. There's, yeah, there's been stuff there uh, every time I've been on that ride, to be honest. Okay. But I, di- I didn't know that was cheerleading groups. I'll be having words. <laughs> With who? Well, there's no che- telling. It may be everybody now. <laughs> With who? With cheerleaders, Nick. With cheerleaders. Fair play. I didn't realise you knew so many of them, but you know, every day's a school day, I suppose. Um, so uh, yeah, so you did flights of passage. So you you done it before. No one else had. What was the general consensus of flight of passage from the people that hadn't done it before? Well, I got lots of okay. You were right. Because, you know, they make fun of me because when I'm the chick... You're the woman. You're the the mum. Of course you're right. (laughs) Uh, But they make fun of me because I don't ride everything. Like, I don't ride... I think the three I don't ride are Everest, Rock and Roller Coaster, and Tower of Terror. 
And so they make fun of me for that. And so when I was saying it was the best ride ever, you know, there were all kinds of jokes of like, well, yeah, you're a wuss. So you would think, you know, (laughs) (laughs) so I got lots of stuff like that. But I get and then after a while, like my husband, he was going, "Okay, you don't ever go on and on about a ride like this. So I've got to check it out now because you're just, you know, because I told him, I said, it's the most amazing technology right now. There's nothing out there like it. And so they were all just wowed. And they talked about it for a good hour afterwards of just going, oh, my God, I've never seen anything like that before. And that was just amazing. And did you see that? So it was really fun to see all their reactions and see how excited they were. I have to agree with you, Wendy. It it absolutely blew my socks off again. I I lost my socks in there. Time and time again. <laughs> That's what yeah, smell was. It, <laughs> they should take a picture of people's faces in that ride. Because, you know, I mean, the, the look of amazement on everybody's faces as they're in there. You could get some awesome memory maker pictures. Yeah, I mean, they could probably even get away with just doing a bit of filming. Right? Yeah. Just filming your reactions. Because, um, yeah, I mean, I... I other than a few people when it first opened and and this was the same treatment that Guardians got when that opened up uh, at California um, Mm -hmm. I've not heard anyone really say it wasn't amazing Um, no not at all I I think the only thing I've heard is some people with motion sickness issues you know maybe have a little bit of trouble hmm. but that's about it yeah yeah, I know. I know. Obviously, some people have have complained about the um, the restrictions on the uh, the ride vehicle um, mm-hmm. about not being able to get on it because they don't fit into the the mold of it. But um, it sounds like, and, and the same with the Harry Potter uh, ride, that um, you know it, it's because of what they need it to do. Right. You know, unfortunately, it is what it is, and you know it's 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 not it's not great if you can't ride it. But so on, you know. It is what it is, um, but yeah, it is the one thing that I'm I'm desperate to do, and I'm not a massive fan of the films. Um, the, right, me the, neither. Um, you know, I'm not looking forward to the, the the next four that they're making, or however many says he's making. Um, I think it's a very average film, um, but regardless, I, I need to go on this attraction. I feel. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And what do you make of it at night? Have you seen it at night or? No, we still haven't yet because um, I, I got outvoted on that one. And <laughs> um, <laughs> we ended up going over back to Epcot again to have dinner at Le Cellier, which we love. That's one of our places that we're big fans of. And then that night we went back to Magic Kingdom and did the dessert party to watch the fireworks. Oh, uh, Cosmic Rays one, or? Yeah, the Tomorrowland Terrace dessert party. And we did the cheaper, which, it's funny, it's not cheap, but it's the cheaper one out of the two with the Plaza Garden viewing. Because um, I had read and heard from some of my clients that if you actually get the one where you stay in Tomorrowland Terrace to watch the fireworks, that you get a block to view, especially if you don't get one of the tables that are right up there on the edge. Mm. And so we, um, you go in and you get about an hour's worth of time 
with the desserts and um, all the food and drinks and all that. And then when you're done and you're ready to go out, they they walk you over to the garden area. And I guess we could have sat down, but everybody stood up because it had rained earlier and the ground was all wet. So we just stood the whole time. But it was a great view. And I, I thought that that was well worth the money considering how crazy that firework viewing area has been lately with, um, you know, without having the parade and with what's been going on over there. Mm. Okay. Um, so, but you know what though, with yeah. the star Wars dessert party, there's alcohol. And with the Tomorrowland Terrace one, there's not. <laughs> oh, Wendy. Uh... I got blitzed in the Star Wars today party. Indeed. Twelve, twelve cocktails I had. Oh my gosh! I was wasted. What's the price difference between the two? Um, I paid sixty. Well, you know what? Let's see. Because I did it a while back, it I think it went up, but that might have been because of me either. <laughs> and then they had to raise the price. Some idiot no, drank I way think, too much alcohol. I think I paid sixty nine dollars for both of them. Yeah, it's about that. Yeah, definitely. Wow. It was. A, I loved the Star Wars one. Absolutely mm. loved it because you feel a bit special because the, the stormtroopers come and lead you out and all that. I was nearly wrestling them and everything because I was off. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I can, I, can, I can see Craig doing that as well. That's the uh, that's the most embarrassing thing. Did Did you go in and meet Kylo Ren while you were in there? No, I met Chewbacca. Oh, I nearly wept when I met Chewbacca. <laughs> I that was fun. Yeah, I'm six foot five. Oh, okay. And he was taller than me. <laughs> you make it sound like there's well, no one ever taller than you. I'm the tallest person I know. To be fair. You know four people. Apart from Chewbacca. <laughs> and then you go in and see BB-8, and that's such a surreal experience because you're literally talking to Dusty Bin at that point. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since we've done a joke that does not translate to our American audiences. <laughs> Dusty Bin sounds exactly what you think it is. It's a very okay. small bin with a smiley face that used to... Did it used to talk? No, I don't no, think used so. Just, you used to have a permanent grin and cartoony eyes. Yeah, the 80s was a funny time when they Okay, I'm going to have to Google that one. Yeah. Just just warn yourself before you do. It's quite a scary <laughs> image. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I'd like to meet him. Actually, you know what? what? One thing that I hear very mixed reviews about is uh, the meet and greet with Star-Lord. Because when it first oh. opened, he was terrible. But and, and no respect to the the guy, you know, he was just trying to do the job he was trying to do. But he wasn't a very good Star Lord, in, in my opinion. But I know they've changed it recently. Have you done it at all? Have you done it recently? No, I haven't done it at all. And then all the pictures that I saw, like none of them look like Chris Pratt. Like I didn't feel like they've done a good job trying to match anybody. So I went. Is that part of the problem? Well, yeah, I think so, because, I mean, the little baby Groot you meet is absolutely adorable. Like, it really mm. is spot on. Um, but, yeah, the the, uh, uh, the initial Star-Lord definitely wasn't very good. And I saw the Star-Lord they have at California. 
because they do like a Guardians dance party. Right. And he was actually pretty good. You know, no one's going to be Chris Pratt. Um, I mean, I you know, people say that they I remind them of Chris Pratt, but the the Parks and Recreation years, um, you know, not not Hollywood Chris Pratt, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, they, it does seem to be that it, it's hard to get it right, and that's what was good about characters like Captain Jack, because again, they're trying to emulate Johnny Depp, but because you've got so much makeup on and hair, right? Can, as long as you've got the voice and the mannerisms, you get away with it. Star-Lord has that face and he has that hair and that guy had neither. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Mm. But yeah, well, baby Groot, was, I'm 5'2 and I wanted to see Chewbacca just to see the height difference and that was pretty <laughs> hilarious. I mean, I felt crazy short. <laughs> I wonder, if, I wonder so... if it is somebody that is that tall or if it's somebody in stilts. No, the, the way he walks, it's somebody that tall. Okay. Oh yeah, definitely. I was, I wasn't sure. I couldn't tell. What if they're solid legs? What if there's somebody that's like four foot nine, but the legs are <laughs> the legs are solid? How would you tell the difference? <laughs> yeah, no yeah. idea. That's what I thought, Craig. Mister Tall, get over there. Mr. Big Man. I... I was this tall when I was twelve, me. So. <laughs> well, the Star Lord line was so long that even though it said it was posted at thirty minutes, but when I went over there and I looked, I thought, no way, it's definitely longer. And so I didn't wait on that one. What's the most uh, popular meet and greets there at the moment? Would you say? Um. Well, Kylo Ren had the longest line out of all the Star Wars ones. Like, they had the times posted. Mm. And Chewbacca was a popular one, but not as long. And then, I I don't know, I'd say probably the princess ones are still long. And Anna and Elsa and all that. Yeah, going over in that direction. Mm. Especially it's... the princesses that you can't see at the restaurants. Yeah, yeah, because I was surprised when you said about breakfast with um, Rapunzel and, and, and Flynn, I was surprised because I didn't know they did a, a meet and greet breakfast. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I was kind of comparing it to, to Disneyland Paris because at the moment they've got Moana and she is on average uh, somewhere between two and three hours. Oh, wow. To see Moana. Um, and there's no Anna and Elsa meet and greet there at all. Like the only oh, place okay. you can see them is in a parade, because they tried it for. All, I think they tried it when the film came out, or not long after. And yeah, it was before any of the other parks got them. Yeah, and it was just chaos, wasn't it? Yeah, absolute chaos. So they they then took them out of the pavilion. They've only got a small pavilion in Paris compared mm. to what you've got elsewhere, and it's it, that's the only spot to meet princesses as well, unless you go for a lot of character dining. So um, yeah, they they that's something they should address. Well, if they get you know they're getting frozen land, so I'm guessing that's where they'll put their meet and greet eventually. But uh, yeah, that's interesting about Kylo Ren though. I'm surprised in a way. I hear a lot of people intimidated by him. Oh, he's scary. He's mm. nasty piece of work. And yet we've all seen his face. 
And then, you know, they need the line for shirtless Kylo Ren for the ladies, you know. <laughs> I just watched, I, I watched The Last Jedi again. Uh, I think about the fourth <laughs> time I've seen it. And I still, I still don't understand it. I still don't, because, you know, no disrespect to him, because um, he's in better shape than, than I am. But, I mean, he's not exactly ripped like the Marvel characters are. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's not all abs and, and muscular. He's quite a normal looking bloke. And you think, why why is he doing that? <laughs> Just odds. But yeah, ladies ladies seem to like it, so yeah. Dad bods all the way, that's what I say. Um was there anything else on your trip that you wanted to talk about or any any tips that you wanted to give people that are, you know, p- potentially going in the next few months? Well, you know, I would just say that, you know, if you're planning anytime soon your your Hollywood Studios day and your Animal Kingdom day needs to be towards the end of your trip to help maximize the odds of getting the fast passes you want. Mm-hmm. And um you know, right now with when Toy Story is opening up, they're tiering all three of those rides where they're all going to be part of that tier one. And so I would go for if if you only pick one, I would do the Slink Dog and and try to rope drop Toy Story Mania because with the three lines, then maybe that one will go faster mm. and load faster than a roller coaster is going to load. Mm. Yeah, that's that's pretty good advice actually. Have you had any information on this one-day ticket, Wendy, that they're selling, or they're about to sell, which has got booked-in fast passes? No, you know, not much, because the the first thing that came out was that club-level thing. Have y'all seen that? Yeah, that's expensive, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's very expensive, and not many people have done it yet. So, just because I, I don't think we've actually discussed it, so what is that? So, if you book club level, you can pay an extra price per day to get three extra fast passes and to be able to book one of the fireworks shows, you know, the preferred viewing areas for that night. Mm-hmm. And, but not the dessert parties, but just to get a preferred viewing location. And but you have to do a minimum of three days, and but then you got to pay, you know, like per day. So it was like fifty dollars per person per day, with the wow. minimum of three, and that's on top of club level pricing. Wow. So that's quite you can a bit. See why it's and, not taken off? <laughs> well, I think well, I think like if you I'd, if I was. If you're able to afford club level, money's probably not too much of an issue. But at the same time, I would probably begrudge the fact that I've paid for this, you know, yeah. premium level of, of, of like service and, and location and then being expected to pay on top for three measly... And let's be honest, like, they are measly fast passes. If it's just free fast passes, it's not great. Right. And so, like, my one of my clients that books club level every time, she said the only time she would even consider doing it is if she went at those two weeks at Christmas when it's insanely crowded. Mm. And she said, I could see it being worth it then. But every other time, I don't think it would be worth it. That's what 
that was her opinion and she spends a lot of money on her vacations mm. you've, you've got to think though what they could have done with the club level is instead of charging the odd person the $150 for the minimum of three days why not just charge everybody at club level um, maybe $25 in the cost of the holiday each day and just give them the three fast passes Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's That's almost that. like it's you're paying for it. A bit like us with the Disney dining plan that we get for free, where it really it's built into the, the cost of the, the holiday. It, um, and the, the same with the car parking. You know, people are losing their minds over that. But if they just put the prices up by maybe instead of... Because not everybody obviously has a car. So just put the prices up by, say, $7 a day or something like that and just keep the car parking free. Right. It's crazy, crazy. I I would pay for fast passes if, um, if it was like the last day of the holiday or if it was maybe a special occasion while I was over there. I would consider treating everybody for the day, but it, I'd struggle for three days, I think. Well, don't they do that in California already? Yeah, fast pass, max pass. Even. Max, yeah. yeah. So it can be done. And I don't think with that, I think you can just have it any day you want. You don't have to have it for consecutive days and you don't need to be staying at a certain level. Well, right. that, and in Disneyland as well, it's on the day, isn't it? It's not 30 days or 60 days out. The fast passes right. are put out on the day as well. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, because I don't have my magic band. Yeah. Hmm. Um, guys, was there any other questions that you had for Wendy? Just quickly, do you see the parks differently as a travel agent? Are you walking around like with your Terminator eyes, going left, right, and centre, <laughs> and just zooming in on stuff? And... Right, just just for the records, anyone listening, um, despite what Craig has just said. Wendy is a human being, not a, a robot sent from the future. Just terrifying. <laughs> <Right. laughs> well, yes, definitely, because I always make a point to try new restaurants or try something different, because otherwise we would be just doing our favorite things and not worrying about everything else. But yes, that's why. Um, I'm always looking around to see what's changed, what's different, um, and, and paying attention to, like, when I have trouble as a guest and things are going wrong, I, I'm always thinking of, okay, how did they help me? What, what did they do to make it right? You know, or what can I tell my clients to figure out, you know, <laughs> when, when they get out there? And so, um, yeah, I always keep that in mind. And you should see my kids. They're so funny because now they know whenever we sit down and get and they bring their food out to us, they all know not to touch it until I take a picture of it. <laughs> so you've got so, them well trained. Yes, yes. Because it helps when, you know, people are asking about, should I eat here? And then I can go, yeah, look, here, here's what we had here. And this is what was good. And this is what you don't need to order. This tasted terrible. And it's really nice to be able to give all that feedback. <laughs> when are you coming over here, Wendy? When are you coming to Disneyland Paris? Well, you know, we were looking at that. I'm still... I'm looking for cruises in 2019, like, like maybe um, 
that would go out in that area. And if not, then it'll be definitely 2020. So it is, it's on the radar. Fantastic. And we want to, I want to do a Norway cruise and I want to do the, the one that stops. There's a cruise that stops in that area where you can take an excursion to Disneyland Paris. And then I also want to do the British Isles cruise. Oh, come to Liverpool, Wendy. Me and you will get blitzed. And yes. then I'll take you to the best chippy <laughs> fish and chips. Oh, you know. <laughs> Just like Long John Silver's, right? That's Oh, well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what, it's about as authentic as Long John Silver's. It's... That's for sure. He doesn't know what a chippy would... He wouldn't know chippy if it came and bit him on the arse and said, I'm a chippy, I'm a chippy. You'd have no idea. <laughs> well, when when I head out that way, you will be the first ones that I call. We would definitely oh, love to give you a, a tour of Disneyland Paris. I can't wait. That would yeah. be fun. <laughs> fact, we, just, we just had um, a former guest of the show travel over to Europe for the first time and she's done um, she just did Disneyland Paris as well as looks at some Harry Potter um, bits and pieces so we're hoping to um, to have her on to have her, her opinion, she, she seemed to really like it but um, it'd be good to have a breakdown um, Oh that's, yeah that sounds good, I'll have to hear that Mr. Pop Eat get out of here and move over all right uh, sorry to interrupt your stupid podcast listening on your on your primitive iphones or whatever junk you're listening to this shit from but it is i rick from rick and morty come on come on say hi morty uh hi come on morty uh, put a little more effort into it anyways hope you enjoy the show uh, even though it'll be like all the other ones perfect for your interdimensional travel needs you know these guys are a podcast network a mix of mostly british presenters and some americans who get drunk and talk about disney world whoa that's pretty cool rick yeah morty uh, whenever i'm in sector 74g delta i always listen to the uh, Diz after dark podcast network yeah, Rick, they sound pretty awesome, huh? They sure are, Morty. I love all the regulars. <clears throat> like Soap Dish, Craig, the 600 different Pauls, Mr. Poopy Butthole, several Lukes, that hack Ripples, and oh, that Amanda. She has some good, uh, <clears throat> pump bass dingle hoppers. You know, I think people should listen to the whole podcast. Uh, I forget what the shows are all about, but one is named after an actual butthole, if that's any consolation. Whoa, that's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool indeed. Anyways, all this hijacking is making me thirsty. Morty, what do they got in the fridge? We, uh, got some Bud Light. Really? All right, dilly dilly. Um, what? You know, Morty, like that commercial, you know, with all the nights and stuff. Dilly dilly! You get harder and harder to comprehend each day, Rick. Dilly dilly, Morty! You better get me another one before I beat your ass. Dilly dilly! Oh jeez, I don't even know what you're talking about, Rick! Just shut up and get me another dilly dilly! And while you're at it, keep listening to the podcast. Go to their YouTube, like Boston White stuff, download Strike, and buy Ripple's book. Alright, alright, I'm going, jeez. You know, Rick, if you like this show, I I think you'd really love Disney Brit or UUOP. What are you, crazy Morty? One is made by an orange-headed buffoon, and the other is narcissistic nonsense. Do you hate yourself that much, Morty? Give me Morty, you broke the Mr. again. Well, I'm going to have to run, but I sure appreciate you having me on and letting me talk. Not at all. <laughs> Always a pleasure. 
um, thank you very much uh, for joining us and um, you know obviously we have you on when you have your trips but anytime you want to come on let us know and we'd love to have you on sounds great <laughs> thank you very much talk to you soon cheers Wendy thanks bye 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 oh bless love Wendy I Lovely. love Wendy isn't she gorgeous she's like the anti us yeah <laughs> isn't she really she's beautiful got a nice voice nice demeanour she's she's the anti us now we've got a busy yeah. a busy week this week in, in Disney World because um, it's the release of Solo I know has I've... anyone planned their visit to see Solo already no, I, I've got to try and take our Grace at some point. I might mm. take a Friday. Not yet. Um, but I want to. I've see... got to fit in Deadpool two first. I need to see <clears throat> Deadpool two as well. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the numbers on Deadpool two? Yeah, it's not. It's done all right. I think. We, I mean, it's, it's obviously not done as well as the first one. And if I'm honest, like I don't think the trailer for the, for Deadpool two looks as good as the as the first Deadpool. But I'm hearing um, lots of really positive things about it. I'm not being funny. Did you see the um, the the viral stuff for the FA Cup? Yeah, yeah. That's mental. That is next stage advertising, and that's that's what Deadpool's all about: breaking that fourth uh, wall. I disagree, and you should know this better than anyone else because you had X Men plasters on your trains. Hey, we're still. I drove uh, X Men Days of Future Past yesterday. Oh my god, they're still advertising that. It's <laughs> films like put, six years old. I put that train on the shed last night. I drove Tim Tracker down to London yesterday, and then I worked another train back up, and then I put it on the shed. And when I walked up changing ends, it was Days of Future Past, and I was like, "That no fucking way." <sighs> Six, it's literally about six years old, isn't it? It's got to be at this point, yeah. But no, what I mean no, is... No, maybe four years old, maybe three. <laughs> maybe two, maybe <laughs> last week. <laughs> but the thing is, the reason why I say that is because um, there's been some terrible adverts with uh, Man United before where they've had like Wayne Rooney acting with like some of the cast of X-Men. So it's not the first time I've done it, but it's probably the best that they've done in terms of advertising the Marvel films with uh, and it's always the Fox Marvel films but advertising it with with the Premier League so fair play to that but yeah did it take 125 million this weekend at the box office? Yeah 300 worldwide yeah I mean the thing is like we sound we say we're saying it like it's a big disappointment yeah exactly (laughs) it's 300 million quid it's more than our films have made, um, but you know you've got to you know it's it's still got competition from uh, from the Avengers, which yeah. uh, still it, took a good. Uh, would it take forty million this weekend or something? Thirty million? Yeah, uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. it was up to one point eight one billion. That's not going to be two point seven billion or whatever. No, then, it's not it? going to get anywhere near it. No, it's slowed right off now. Yeah. I've still only seen it the once, but um, and uh, no, just... we don't we don't talk about stuff like that, Craig. What you mean when you mean when you say it's... 
on the um, multiplex. Yeah, the closest yeah. to cinema to to uh, other listeners. Um, That's what I meant. Yeah, naughty crowd. Um, but yeah, no, I've only I mean... got another month. Wait, wait. Anyway, it's out on digital next month. Oh, is it? I've already pre-ordered it. <laughs> of course you have. I, d- I did that thing that I do when I walk out to cinema. Through, through my tear-stained eyes, I bought it instantly, yeah. <laughs> Best film I've ever seen, must buy it now. I've already bought Deadpool 2. <laughs> Not even seen it. <laughs> no. why, why bother to pay and go and see films at the cinema? Just, just buy them as they come out. Just wait for them to hit your uh, your That's... iTunes. The thing, the thing that's puzzled me, right, is um, the post few... note with please turn over. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> why have they never took movies to the next level? Because that was what the plan was with the Star. Was it Star Wars Episode One? They wanted it to be released in the pictures and on the telly bobs at the same time. No, no, something like that. It was. Well, definitely not episode you... one. The technology wouldn't have been there at the time. I mean, Jesus, it took me it took me about two hours to download the trailer. Well, it was, it was, <laughs> it was something. 56k was it... modems, mate, at that yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> Well, yeah, it was 56k. I remember, well, I, we were out on the Saturday night, and I, we on the next table was Craig from uh, Big Brother 1. I... And I used, I used to watch him on a one-inch screen on my computer on 56k dial-up. I used to, I I once ate in Planet Hollywood uh, at Disneyland Paris with the runner-up to that series. I think it might have been the series after. <gasps> oh, this this is great content for our Americans. It is, yeah. Um, but the, yeah, Deadpool's got big competition, and Solo comes out this week as well. Um, now, initially, I wasn't that excited, but the trailers have looked really good, and. Like the ticket sales, the advanced ticket sales have been really strong for it as well. I think they've cocked up here because I think they've tried to bury Solo in the middle of all the um, the Avengers movie and whatnot, and they've actually got a, a, a surprise smash it on their hands here. I think. Yeah. I oh, think I this is right. going to surprise everybody. Yeah. But, uh, Disney, over, Disney obviously think it's going to do well for them because they're now talking about doing Willow too. So they're obviously happy with what Ron Howard's doing. Well, and also the fact that the, the big rumour is that Lando Carizian is going to be the next spin-off. Yeah. As well. After, so that... after Master Obi-Wan. Is mm. Obi-Wan confirmed? And no. is it going to be you and McGregor? But I think, it, I think it's going ahead. I would love to see that film because I love you and McGregor and I love his Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, a... a... I think you mentioned that before in private chat, Greg. Um, but uh, <laughs> or was it lightsaber? You said I can never remember. But uh, all over me face. I think chest. I think it's a shoo-in. I think it's a shoo-in. If they do sign off on that on that Obi Wan Kenobi film, that it's going to be with you and McGregor. And I am hearing rumours that the, they might um... have been filming a new Star Wars film without us knowing. Fuck off. What? I've seen some some things on the interwebs about about some stuff being filmed that's not being talked about at the moment. Are you sure it's not the Christmas special for next year? No, because you're getting confused with Doctor Who. Oh. Different different, Another Christmas special. It's what Star Wars needs is another Christmas special. Yeah, it does. Um, But 
uh, product placement time. If you're going to see, like me, if you've already booked your ticket to go and see it, uh, go and see Solo this week, I can think of no better products to go and see Solo with than uh, Galaxy Puffs Pop Chips. What? Yes. (laughs) This week's Disaster Dark is sponsored by Pop Chips Galaxy Puffs in aged white cheddar. They're your favourite pop chips, but shaped like Star Wars characters and vehicles. So, get your pop chips, kids. Pop chips! Um, I'm seeing Solo. End of advert. I'm going to see Solo in 4DX. What does that mean? Yeah, what what does that involve? Do you get a little hand job while you're watching it? Yes, yes, that's right. Anyway, welcome back to Disaster Dark. a Joa! Yeah, wow. (sighs) There's always one, isn't there? Um, from from that little fella who was in Star Wars and Harry Potter, what's his name? Warwick Warwick Davis. Yeah, you his tell little hand. Warwick Davis. His little hand making your knob look massive. It's not like Jeremy Beadle. <laughs> Warwick Davis. I was going to say it, it's back to Deadpool again. <laughs> Warwick Davis is the nicest celebrity I've ever met. I bet you he is. He's just he gave you a hand job, or no, no, like, he'd have been the best if you know. <laughs> Best person of all time, not just best celebrity. Um, no, just just a thoroughly nice person. But somebody that's been in so many um, films and TV shows and stuff like that. Um, and, and Paul, I think Luke said, um, he's he he was absolutely delightful. Like just just really polite to everybody. Just a, a, a proper gentleman. So yeah, respect to Warwick Davis. Um, but yeah, 4DX. So 4DX is. Um, in a cinema where you don't just get moving seats which go up and down left and right and backwards and forwards but Ooh. also squirts water in your face so it's a bit oh, like on a universal attraction yeah. Yeah. Um, strobe lights fans smells fans so there's like a gang of people standing around you shouting we love you Nick we love you no they While couldn't they couldn't, the film. they couldn't find enough they couldn't afford you Craig <laughs> Nick, Nick, look at us, Nick. Come no, so like, selfie, if, there's, Nick. if there's like uh, wind, then the fans turn on. Apparently, oh, I um, hope Chewbacca drops um, That's right. There'll be a smell. Um, it, there's as well as like a water effect. There's also rain effects. So if it's raining in a film, you'll be covered from. The You're gonna come the out, yeah, <laughs> soaking wet. It sounds. It sounds like it could be the best. If thing it's ever, done right, or it could be terrible. I mean, they program the films. With yes. so it's I, not... I hope it's not on the fly. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Quick, wind, it's, it's water, shit! Oh, what's happening now? Oh god, Chewbacca's got diarrhea. Get the bucket of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it cost me because I've got my cinema pass. It cost me an extra four pound fifty. But is that it? You... Oh wow! Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, but but I think the usual ticket price is about seventeen quid. Have, have you got a cinema pass, Nick? Have I not mentioned it before? No, you've never mentioned it. Not in the last four minutes, anyway. Oh, good, good. Well, is this at the same cinema you normally go to? Could well be. Might be. The same. Have Have you heard about Adam Sultana's cinema pass? Yes. Well, I've you not brought... heard. I've not heard uh, the recent episodes of MHOG, but um, I'm I'm fully aware of the issues with the cinema pass in America. Yeah. You can only use it once. Once, 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 per, once per film. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Cool. <laughs> that, cool. Yeah. 
Mm, not such a good deal. No. I, f- I feel a bit dirty. It's, it's very odd. Yeah. Even a even a hand job off Warwick Davis would not solve that problem. Craig, you can say it as many times as you want. It's not going to be a show title. We've already decided on a show title. Yeah, it's a boss that. show title. It's a very good show title. Um, but no, I'm, I'm looking forward to it and, and seeing it seeing it for it. I was going to see Avengers in 40X, but as I'd seen it, you know, twice already by that point, I thought mm, might be pushing it a little bit. But yeah, so in a way, I suppose it's a, a little bit. Similar to going to see a film in in 4D at a theme park at the parks, yeah. But yeah. but just for you know two and a half hours rather than twenty minutes. Does does having a cinema pass get you discount on other people's tickets? Uh, not on their tickets, no. Just but on I, like popcorn and that. Yeah, get get discount on drinks. I get discount in Pizza Hut because why not? Um. But yeah, Pizza Hut, you slut. <laughs> Do you have to buy it what, for uh, 12 months? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but think... There goes that plan, then. Yeah. yeah. The, thing is, no, the thing is, like, if you go and see a film a month... Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Well, actually, no, Cinema Near Us is £4. Our cinema, well, it's only £4. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's not worth it. Um, my, where I used to live, my cinema was £4. But now it would cost me like about thirteen yeah. quid a time, so which then it becomes yeah, yeah it makes sense. Yeah, and I you know some weeks like this week, um, I'll be seeing Solo, eating my pop chips, and I will also be seeing Deadpool, either before or after. I haven't. It will be when I can fit it in. But so you know, within those two trips, I've I've yeah, even with the four pound fifty upcharge, I've still made money on the deal. I might try and see Deadpool tomorrow. And I've already, seen, days Sh- tomorrow. I've already seen Sherlock Gnomes. Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday tomorrow. Sherlock Gnomes, yeah. yeah. So, do you want know, a fucking medal? Well, I do. If you had to sit through Sherlock Gnomes, you'd want a medal as well. <laughs> do you know what, though? The first one is one of the funniest films I've ever seen. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. There's something about a fat gnome that you just can't <laughs> fucking buy that. <laughs> what? It's was back to Warwick Davis again. <laughs> was he in that? <laughs> yeah, live action. <laughs> it was a real oh, life no. You're, you're literally offending <laughs> our little listeners. Little <laughs> listeners are turning off now in their droves. They can't, they can't reach the button. <laughs> <laughs> they lasted longer than Disneyland Paris did listening to us. Yeah. Oh. Has anyone got a, an Asda near them? Yeah. Suck my balls, have, Disneyland have, Paris. Have you seen the um the gnomes that they've currently got selling as their garden range? You know what? I I, I see them standing there and I Next look, look yeah. straight past them. I don't even pay attention. Is it? I'm, I'm, guess, I'm having a guess. One of them is the Queen. Oh, I can't. Mm, don't I know. One of them is probably Harry dressed up in regala or something. That probably sounds about right. That's what that's what that film's going to be like. That's what Warwick Davis is going to be like in that film. Oh God. Yeah, it was all right, Craig. It was all right. Like it wasn't. It wasn't the worst thing I've seen this year. But you know, mm. it, when when you when your five year old daughter is losing interest in a, in a ninety minute cartoon, you know, it's not particularly good. Um, was there any other news that people wanted to talk about? Um, I, I would love um, one of them hands. Them. Well, those Warwick Davis hands. hands. 
Oh, I'd love that. It would be knob look massive. <laughs> but um, no, one of them from Disneyland. The, what do you mean, what are, are they, they called? The Infinity Gauntlet? The Infinity Gauntlet, yeah. Yeah, are they going to get rolled out into Disneyland Paris, do you think? Or? The, rumors, they are. the rumors are, well, the photographic <laughs> evidence showed that they will be, but... <laughs> the photographic evidence that we didn't get. The, but at the same token, what I would always caveat that with is that just because they've said that it's going to happen, until it gets there, don't believe the hype. They'll be there on the first day and that'll be it. If you're lucky. Yeah. Do you do look a ball like to put in your case and bring home, would you? Just but wear it. Exactly. Just hand your passport over using your infinity gauntlet. They're going to stop you, are they? <laughs> you can't come through here with that, mate. If you click your fingers, we're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Any uh, anyone you want to shake hands with? Oh, no, just so just pull out the uh, the massive glove. You could literally hollow out the hand bit and just put a bit of liver in there, couldn't you? And just knock yourself out. Jesus. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I think when I was a meat eater, I wouldn't I wouldn't have really got that joke, and I'm even more bemused now. That's, uh, that's, Send that's... in the video, Craig. You'll understand. <sighs> Oh, God. And speaking of Belgium, <laughs> by the way, apologies um, for anyone that's listened to, to Universal After Dark. Um, there was some interference um, with someone belching quite a lot. Um, so apologies. I don't really know what happened. Um, belching? Yeah, someone was belching. Um, this episode should be fine. Um, I've not had any... I've not noticed any issues with the audio, so it should be fine. Um, if you do notice any interference, let us know. Um, but we should be alright, fingers crossed. Um, right, was there anything else before we wrap up? No, I, I just, uh, I'm just feeling the love, that's all. As as what, as um, Dina Carroll used to sing. <laughs> you were going to say Warwick Davis Warwick again. Davis. <laughs> yeah. He's got Warwick Davis eyes. Um, by the way, just to let you know, the, the, the drink... The drink I was drinking was a blind pig cider that was bourbon and blueberry flavour. Um, it was really, really good. I think it's a, I think it's a Lidl's own brand one. I used to go up with a girl who used to love putting things inside her. Right, I think then on that bombshell, because <laughs> it's not going to get any better than that. Let's let's be honest. I've um, literally just dropped the mic there and walked away. Yeah, I think it's for the best. Um, but no, thank you. Um, dear listener, if you've stuck this far through, um, you're you're better than us. Um, and uh, we you know we hope that you do enjoy the content we put out because one thing that we do love to do um, is is try and bring the stuff to you that we feel is important. Um, we do, don't, don't we, do? Doddy, doddy, um, as unbiased as as we can, um, and not really comfortable compromising that position. So. Um, you know, thank you for for listening to us, and not you know someone that might not have that same stance. Um, and also, content has been removed at Craig's request. Um, here is a cartoon bong. Uh, you know, just um, whatever. Just thought mention it out there. Um, right, so uh, we will see you for another episode of This After Dark very soon. Hello there, dear listener. Now, have you ever listened to a podcast and thought, 
I'd really like to support those guys, but I just don't know how to do it. <laughs> well, then you're in luck. There are now two ways for you to be able to support us. The first is by going to our Spreadshirt page at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash After Dark Network. Here you can pick up t-shirts for all of the podcasts that we do. The other way is by visiting us at patreon.com forward slash disafterdark. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash disafterdark. Any money raised by buying some merchandise or pledging your support on Patreon means that we can keep producing more content for the After Dark Network. On behalf of the other After Dark Podcast Network hosts, we thank you for listening to this episode, we hope you enjoyed it, and thank you for your continued support. Podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast.